Hey guys, I'm Shay, a three-winged two on the Enneagram that finds her home in Atlanta, Georgia. The goal of this podcast is to create an ongoing conversation about the tensions of following Jesus in today's culture. Join me and many others as we have conversations that challenge and inspire us to follow Jesus in our day and age. This is Just Shayin'. Hey everybody, welcome to this episode of Just Shayin'. And I have a good friend of mine on here that's coming live to you from Washington, PA. Uh, Her name is Julie Miller. And I have to say that I, obviously some of you know that I help with Iris Global Summer Tour stuff. And that's actually how I officially met Julie. But since then, I sent her some crazy questions. And so like, hey, what are your thoughts on this? And we've become these two people that hardly talk, but when we do talk, it's like, girl, where you been my whole life? So I wanted to share her with the world because I feel like she needs to be shared with the world. And um, honestly, I brought her on here because we can kind of get sassy and it's just fun. And I just thought, you know, maybe the, the listeners could use some humor in their life with some truth executed in between that sass. So I decided to talk about the controversial but not controversial topic of relationships and and say, this is not necessarily me trying to tell everyone to come and get my number because, you know, I'm just going to throw it out there. You know, he who finds a wife finds a good thing. So I need Mm -hmm. to be found. Anyway, that is a whole other sidebar. And I can't believe I just said that. And part of me wants to edit that. But the other part of me is like, no, no. Mm-mm. So anyways, Julie, hello and welcome to the show. Hey, Shay Shay. I'm so excited to be here with you and all your friends today. I'm so excited to, to know another sassy mama in the kingdom that loves some truth and fun. And it's just going to be a good morning. I think so. I'm We're going to get you a husband. Ooh, okay. Well, with that said, this show is over now. (laughs) Back it up, we're done. Back it way up. And yeah, so we'll bring Holy Spirit, please come back. I'm just kidding. Yes. Uh, No, I want to, obviously kind of the nature of this podcast has been kind of following Jesus in the 21st century. Obviously, there's lots of ways in which we could talk about that. But I really do want to hone in on relationships because knowing you and Adam and you've shared with me bits and pieces of y'all's story. Uh, obviously let's just give context for those that may not know me. This isn't a council Shay session by any means. And I would also like to preface it that this is just my truth. Um, not everybody. We are not relational counselors. We are not (laughs) professionals by any means y'all. Yes, I would like to dis- have a disclaimer that please do not hold me to everything that I'm about to <laughs> Please do not judge me for what I'm about to share. Uh, and do not judge Julie because she will shank you. Not really. And then hell yeah. <laughs> She's too sweet to shank you, but she might shank you. Um, but yeah, so let's give context for, for ourselves real quick. So basically, I grew up in church. Uh, I was a kid under the pew. Um, still to this day, currently, as we record this, I'm 34 years old and never been on a date. Awkward silence. I felt it in your car right now. I felt that. 
Um, Y'all are judging her. You better stop. Take out those fiery darts right now. And so I say that with so much like love, like there's not one ounce of hating my story involved. That doesn't mean I haven't had some lookers and some prospects along the way. Um, But honestly, I've just currently, I'm in a season. Hey, welcome to seasons. (laughs) This is going to be called Just Shay and Seasons. Um, but no, I think Justin Bieber took that already on YouTube. So never mind. We'll have to redo that. Um, but I, yeah, so I've had prospects along the way, interests along the way. Uh, my relationship with my dad was very solid when I was young. So I didn't really necessarily run to other things to tell me who I was. Praise God. Um, but there's lots of other stuff there. It's just like, okay, do I even want to be married? Am I called to be celibate? Like, that's all kind of my story. Sure. Um, and it's not everybody's story. I mean, I think some people come out of the womb ready to get married. And I'm like, whoa, that's a different gene. I didn't get that gene. Uh, I was still, I think I was 30 and still kind of questioning, like, do I want to get married? Do Or do I just feel the pressures of, like, I'm a single woman right. in ministry and do I need to be married? Because... The golden question I get, I'm sorry, I'm laughing. I feel bad if anybody that's listening to this is a person that has asked me this. I love you, just so you know. <laughs> God has used all things for, for good. Um, but they've asked me, like, you know, do you want to be married? Don't you need a covering? And I'm like, dude, I got so many coverings. I don't even feel like the sun shines on my head. Like I, I mean, it's, it's all the things. And so that is kind of what I'm bringing to the table. So Julie, share a little bit about your story. And obviously your current, obviously your current, your current current. story, your story that you've been living for a while. Right. Um, so I grew up, um, we grew up in a Presbyterian home. Um, we went to church every Sunday, but, um, my parents did the best that they could. We were wild childs on the beach. Um, we love Jesus, but we didn't know how to have a personal relationship with him. So um, I dated boys on and off in high school. I thought that's what I needed to do. Um, praise the Lord for, um, uh, what is it, caution and fear of my parents ever finding out I was hooking up with some boy. And honestly, dear Jesus, thank you for rescuing me. I got saved as a senior in high school. Um And I remember being like, wow, I really didn't need a boyfriend at 17 to feel happy. And I don't know that I need a boyfriend right away after high school to feel happy. Um, I had, I have a twin sister. So we just always kind of thought we would do our lives together. She went away to college. She didn't find a boyfriend. I stayed at at, um, our local college and (laughs) interned at a church in full-time ministry and found a boyfriend. I found Adam in 2004. Adam found me actually. If he was here, he would tell you how he saw me across the room and was like, Lord, I need to marry her. Is she the one? Um, and so I, we started dating in 2004, 2005. We got engaged. 2006, we were married. Yesterday was our 14 year anniversary. Yay! So we basically though have grown up together, you know, um, I'm thankful for it. There are, there are seasons in life that I'm sure are easier to do single. And then I'm thankful that there are seasons that feel easier to do together. I think there are benefits of getting married young. I think there are benefits of getting married older, but, um, 
Yeah. I love the, what you said though, about owning your story. Cause I think one of the things I just felt so like judged getting married at, at 19. Um, which I is didn't... like, we don't stop and think about that. Cause we're so right. telling the 19 year old not to get married. Like you right. need to live. I mean, I do that. And I'm sorry for all those listening that if I've done that to you as right. a 34 year old, that's like, baby, there's plenty of time. There is plenty of time. And I think sometimes it's just, um, when you said owning your story, I think that's the most important thing of owning the season that you're in and where the Lord has you. Otherwise you stand outside of it and hustle it and try to find some worth in it. But if you own it and know who you are and where you're at and what the Lord is doing now in your life, you're not trying to find some worth in somebody else's story or where the Lord has somebody else. And I think even if we look at the last 10 years, of relationships in church. I think we've seen culture impacted a whole lot different. Like I think 10 years ago, you didn't date someone inside church unless you heard the Lord speak. This is who you're going to marry. Now I actively encourage people. If you think she's cute, ask her out on a date. Don't live into fear. If you think that you want that boy to notice you care about yourself, express yourself in your personality and maybe, you know, show some interest slide into the DMs. Like it's okay to date somebody and walk away going, God, I know that's not who you have for me. At least I tried, you know? No, I think, I think, yeah. So like, this is, I mean, it's going to get personal, but I'm fine with that. That's, that's <laughs> the joy of talking to Julie and throwing yourself out there. But I think for me, for many years, I was the person's like, I'm not really going to waste my time. Like if, if there's not, and there's some of that, that I'll be honest, still resonates with me. I know, I kind of know what I feel called, like, I don't kind of know, I know what I've called to. So obviously, like, it's, I'm going to walk a little bit more cautious with somebody that may not be in the same lane as me. Sure. To be kind of like, well, I don't know what that would look like. Um, with that said, in the last, I would say, eight months or so, like, I went to a single mixer out in Redding, California. And that this is not a plug for that. I'm not getting paid to do that. But hey, if, if certain people hear it, you know, I wouldn't mind some kickback. Uh, I'm just going to throw that out there. <laughs> um, and yes, I will send this to certain people now. I'm just kidding. It's horrible. Um, but it's what, it, what I tell people was my biggest takeaway was that it kind of demystified dating for me. Mm. Which sounds so like, really? Like, yeah, really. Like, especially because it was like speed dating. So you're like in groups and like right. with other girls and like one guy pops in your circle and it's like, okay, what's your name? What do you do? Where are you from? And then next, and you're like, whoa, wait a second. Like, and you like, you, it almost like sharpens your tool to go, okay, wait, this was interesting about that guy. Or, okay, like that doesn't, like he, that wasn't really interesting or anything like that. And the whole challenge was just to talk to somebody. Like just talk to somebody. And I was like, this is kind of sad that we have to be coached, right? I mean, sad, but not sad. No, it's sad. As a 34-year-old that doesn't do online dating, that isn't on Tinder, that isn't um, on all of the, the apps. And I'm not saying I'm against people on apps by any means. I think there's a godly way in which you can do it. Um, I don't know very many that are necessarily doing it a godly way, but that's a whole other story. Uh, just, <laughs> I'm not trying to be salty. I just, I've had, yeah, it's just not an easy topic when it comes to the church and how we handle that. Right. But with that said, I've been in a season of de being demystified for me. 
So I'm open probably more than I've ever been, but there's still some things there that I'm like, like this needs to like be there, Mm -hmm. you know, like there's certain things that I'm like, okay, this needs to be there. That needs to be there, but I'm more open than any other time in my life. I mean, it helps that I'm living stateside and I'm not in a third world country. At a girl. Well, and I think too, like, you're not going to walk into TGI Fridays and fall in, chances of you walking into TGI Fridays and falling in love with the server are probably more slim than you meeting someone in the church and falling in love because that's your vein. That's your call. Honestly, it depends on how hungry I am. I'm just right. I mean, those breadsticks are fire. I mean, but, <laughs> um, but I think it is one of those things too, like, it's, it's the balance of knowing who you are and your worth, but not taking yourself out either. You're not going to like, if you want French fries, you're not going to Whole Foods. You're going to McDonald's or Popeye's. You know, if you want a godly man or a godly woman, you're probably not going up in the club on DJ 50 Cent night. Like, let's be realistic about our expectations on that. But also like some of it is to guarding your heart. I remember when, oh God, this is, this is awful. I remember being 20 and Adam and I were at a church in Texas on staff and they asked us if we would take on the college and career ministry. And I was like, you were like, have you prayed in the spirit about it? I was like, you need to go back and hear from the Lord again. Cause that was off. That was so off. It was awful off. And so Adam with a sound mind was like, absolutely. We're here to serve. And I'm all like, what? And I remember meeting with this girl. I won't share her name. She's sobbing. I just don't know what to do because I'm just going to be single forever. And I don't know how my life is going to ever mean anything. And I was like, because you're single? Really? You don't think God has a plan for you as a single woman? Like, I remember being so sad for her. And then she was like, and there's no cute guys in the church. All of the hot bulky guys are at the gym. And I was like, oh my God. Like, I didn't even know where to start with this girl. Like, right. you're like, like oh kind of- Lord, right? you better baptize my heart right now. Cause I'm feeling fire, but I need to feel love. Exactly. And so I remember though, it started, I, A, had to really start to pray for compassion because I didn't mm-hmm. understand where she was coming from. But I also wanted her to understand like, there is purpose in singleness too, just as much as there is in finding someone. Right. And I remember, I think it was like, it's probably an old paradigm with the church too, that like two and two become one. And yes, that's a principle. But like, if you're only half a person waiting to marry half a person, I didn't want to marry a half crap Adam Miller. Uh, nobody would want to marry a half together Shay Arthur. They would no, get half I of the enjoy the half crack Shay Arthur. <laughs> right. If you're not operating on all a hundred cylinders of your life, hitting your own personal goals and the own, your own dreams and accomplishments that the Lord has accomplished for you. Nobody wants to marry that. Nobody like, I mean, I'm sure people do. That sounds harsh. I'm not being harsh. I'm just saying that like, there's a purpose to your singleness. And if you can't own that and thrive in that, why would the Lord like bring a marriage into your life if you can't steward your life well, you know? And I remember trying to talk this girl through the things that you want for your life. You're not stewarding in your single life at this point, you know, like take a deep breath live in this season. And I'm trying to remember why we were talking about French fries and how I got to that story. But single people, there's a purpose in your singleness. 
You yeah. don't need to have a date every Friday night. It's okay for you to like binge Love is Blind. Maybe don't watch Love is Blind because that's like, have y'all watched that new Netflix series? It is like hot right now. Have you seen it? Did I watch the first a couple episodes because I have lots of friends watching it and I was like, I can't. It's too much. I'm like, it's too much. Like, Seriously, they meet in like these little pods. It, it was amazing to see people like get so like emotionally involved. Like, without, yes. like it, I mean, it definitely, that was kind of why I was like, I just want to watch the first few at least. I can't believe I'm admitting this, but yeah, I watched the first few just because like, I was intrigued by the idea of like, I wonder yes. if we can connect emotionally <clears throat> yeah. while not knowing what each other looks like. Right? That is interesting. But it's I think so it's like a great point. You can connect with someone emotionally in unhealthy ways and healthy ways and like oh, fast. Sure. So it's a matter of like guarding your heart and your spirit and your words. Like yeah. I, we tell teenagers and Honestly, I think I started telling grown adults too, that if you can't be appropriate after 10 o'clock at night texting, then you should probably put your phone down. Like it's so much easier another to text room. and say like, something. Put that thing in another room. If you wouldn't say it to their face at 10 o'clock at night, don't text it because let me, y'all have like text syndrome and y'all need to get <laughs> over that. And there's a real easy solution to it. I mean, just put the phone down. Yep. Put the phone I, down. I think it's so good. Like I... Uh, there's so much because like as a 34 year old like I think sitting and I mean obviously my story is living overseas and running hard for the Lord so it's like I don't want to put my story on somebody that's the 19 year old that's just now like as I just now starting to live but slightly I mean you just gradually you're still learning coming out of mama's nest out of school you know um, but either way re regardless if you're 19 or 34 or 55 whatever like there's something beautiful about offering a heart that is laid down does it mean you have to go do what I did no does it mean you know whatever that is for you of being able when you're at that altar to say I'm following the Lord mm -hmm. a b like here's this gift of singleness like whether it was two years out of high school or we're not even counting how many years I've been out of high school. Because <laughs> I was sitting here like, I don't even know how many years I've been out of high school. Right. Um, I'm going to get my calculator. I'm just kidding. <laughs> but, um, you know, and I think it's being able to offer that as a yeah. gift to whoever that person is, is just a heart. It's not yes. your actions. It's not like, I went to here and I've done this and I've done that. It's like, no, here's a heart that's been purified mm -hmm. by fire. It's been tried. Mm -hmm. It has gone through the field. It's binged Netflix. It's ate too much ice cream. And I'm just glad I'm standing before you. But also, here's some amazing things about my heart, you know? Right. Right. And well, being and able like, to offer both. Yeah. And I love that part of like being able to offer both. I think um, you want to be in love with someone who's going somewhere with the Lord. And that means continually like cultivating someone, someone who hasn't read their Bible all year is probably not in like, is probably not going to sit down with you at the breakfast table and be like, do you want to know what fresh revelation I was reading out of Psalm 61 this morning? Like we all want that for our life. And if you're not doing it for your life, you don't value that in somebody else. And so yeah. like as a 
as a pastoral moment, let's just encourage you to get into the word of God first for yourself, for your life, so that you can recognize that in somebody else. You, you guys know as well as we know, you know what it's like to be with someone who is like communing with the Lord and you like the Elizabeth Mary moments, like when you get together and your spirits collide and then you get with some people and you're like, you are draining my spirit. Please walk away. Like you don't want to be with a drainer. (laughs) Don't be mad at that. He may be cute. She may be cute, but that is a good telltale. No. Well, and that's the other thing. I get so sad. Rarely ever will I enter help. Like, put my words into a situation that's not welcome. But it is so sad to watch people with so much destiny and uh, history with the Lord and so much promise on their life settle for someone because they don't want to wait. My goodness, if you've waited this long, why would you not wait one more day? And if let's just go here now. If you are in a relationship that is not good, the best time to break up with someone is yesterday. <laughs> like, why are we prolonging this like train wreck? Yesterday was the best time. Right. Yesterday was due date. That was due season. And you're kind of like, um, so tomorrow and it's like, no, baby, t- t- yesterday. Yesterday was okay. the best day. It, that, yes. So it is hard, right? Because I think there's a couple of things coming to mind and one of them we have a lady that lives in jackson mississippi that she's just straight up truth teller and she's like there's two things that'll take you out she sat me and some friends down at a table and i was like oh lord what's about to come out now she goes lust and loneliness those will take you out and i was like oh my god (laughs) i can't believe we're going there but i think it is it's that quickness because we think of it as like a pure sexual thing. But I think, honestly, there's also emotional. Like, there's mm-hmm. so many ways to get tangled up in something that you're never right. caught up in. And, and honestly, like, as a single person, like, you do. There's just seasons you feel extra lonely. And you see mm-hmm. everybody posting the anniversaries and posting the Valentines. And I think it's an opportunity and- to say, God, I hand you this. This is the gift that I'm expressing to you first and foremost that you have a heart that's completely and wholeheartedly yours. Mm -hmm. And I know it's painful. I mean, I I feel the feels. I'm like, I'm not, what do I say? I've not stuffed my feelings all the way back to the back of the closet. That's like, I'm so hardcore, right? Like, no, I had the feels this last Valentine's. I'm like, okay, like I see and I feel culturally Mm -hmm. like, okay, this is the day where these things happen. Could have, should have probably just got off social media, but that's okay. I also wanted to clap for my single ladies and single men out there and be like, hey, props to you. Don't go do something crazy today. Do not, do not, do not, do not. If you're going to get crazy, get crazy on yourself and go buy yourself some flowers. Amen. Um, You know, so there's so many things that go into that, but to me, it's like, why, why finish in the flesh, flesh, what you started in the spirit? Like, that's a good word. Like why, like, I mean, like, oh, like why waste it? Like if you, like you said, like if you've come this far, whether you're 19 and you're just like, you came out of the womb wanting to get married or you're 34 and your journey has been, I don't even know if I want to be married, not because I don't want a husband, but because I don't know my own worth and I'm still Mm -hmm. trying to figure this thing out. And because you do run hard, maybe you run hard after God. um, And you're just kind of like, I don't know where a husband fits. Like, you know, sure. all the things, right? Like, mm-hmm. 
they all like it all is this beautiful desire in which God is going to bloom in his own time. Exactly. And it's well, and us I'm being always, willing to lay down and say, okay, yes, cultivate in me what needs to be cultivated in this season. And that's like, I think it's one of those areas too, that like, we don't necessarily like honor the space of obedience in there as much as we should. Like the Ooh, Lord is in word. all areas of our lives is just asking for obedience. You know, I am old school in the theology. And if you um, want to argue theology, do not hop on my page. Cause I am not a theology arguer. Um, but I am a hundred percent about to tell y'all my theology on this. I do think that the Lord is so detail oriented and so specific in how he creates every single one of us and your fingerprints and your blood type and your DNA and your hair and your eyes and your freckles and every single thing is so specific to the Lord. Why would he not create someone who perfectly matches with that? And I know that some people are like, well, if one person marries the wrong person and the math is off and all that. And I'm like, do you know this thing called like grace and redemption? Have you heard about the gospel? Anywho, I think that the Lord does create one specific person for everybody. And I forget, I know half of y'all are like, but the math is off. And if one person is married wrong, then everyone's marrying wrong. Don't overthink this. Just let's resound in the fact that the Lord has a specific person for you that is like made to match our emotional connections. And like, uh, like I can, t- I can tell you in certain circumstances, we so we had a daughter who was born with major medical anomalies, um, like a medical mystery. And the strengths that Adam Miller brought to my life in that season were a God gift and a God send. And I can tell you that 10 years prior, the Lord knew what he was doing when he set us up because, and it's just cool. Like we were talking to our kids last night, like, uh, this is like side note to that whole story. I'll, I'll, I'll jump back on that trail in a second, but I'm here y'all. Um, I think it's so cool that like, no matter who you marry, there's like a special glory from that, that is released only in the earth by only you too. And I think that's why also it's important who you marry, because if you marry the wrong person, it could deter your destiny and the specific glory that the Lord like sees in your life and wants to release gets missed. And that's a sad opportunity for you and for the Lord and for the earth and for the people that are like waiting for you to step up and be who you are. So it is important who you matter, Mary, because that glory needs to be released. And like, we have three kids that wouldn't be in the earth. If Adam and I did not get together, those three kids would never exist because there are creation together. And the expression of glory that they bring to the earth is only because we were together and the Lord put us together. That's a side note, but Shoot, now I forgot the other rabbit trail. Shame, what was I saying? You're talking about- But that's why it matters who you marry. Like, if you don't feel peace, walk away. If you have heard from the Lord, no, walk away. Like being in disobedience to the Lord is not worth any emotional connection or physical connection or any of that. Are you kidding me? The Lord will redeem those spaces and bring the perfect person. That's what I was saying. The Lord has specific people to meet the exact needs that you have and your dreams. If you don't have a dream book of what you want in your spouse, the Lord says, I want to say it's like, isn't it like 64 times? Ask for your desires throughout the Bible. If you don't have a list of what you're asking the Lord for in a spouse, go to Target and get you a little 99 cent. No, you know what? Go to Hobby Lobby and get you like a $10 one because it's worth the investment of asking the Lord for what you want in your spouse. 
you should be praying for your spouse. You no, should I be love like, this. I love this right here because it's like in this whole season of kind of like, I'm trying to think of the word for me, like we'll make it personal because I, up till a few years ago, did not have a list. I don't have this list of what I'm looking for. And so there's a long story as to why I have not had a list. I think subconsciously I have a list, right? Like right. obviously I think everyone has like a subconscious one. Uh, yeah. But I've never like taken time to actually like write it down. Um, and there's a few things I want to hit in that because recently I've been talking to a, a close friend of mine that lives in Greenville, South Carolina, and she has challenged me so much in this department that it's made me honestly uncomfortable and I give her props. So, cause I feel like it takes a lot to make me uncomfortable when it comes to this topic. I'm like that little girl that's like, me, me, me. I don't want to talk about it. Anything else? I'm like, let's talk about it. So she challenged me to sit with the Holy spirit. And I want to challenge whoever is listening to this. If you're single, if you're married, I'm sure you could do it somehow and twist it in your own version. But, um, she challenged me to sit with the Holy spirit and say, okay, what are things that I value just in a regular human? Like these are things that I value honesty, integrity, mm-hmm. like being trustworthy. Like, mm-hmm. like these are core things that I'm like, if these are in you, most likely we will be friends. If not, I'm going to have to pray a lot, but Bye. that's okay. Cause you know what? There's people that you won't have to pray with and that's fine. <laughs> but we call those ministry opportunities. <laughs> Just kidding. That was a horrible joke. <laughs> Slightly true as we know. But, and so what I did was I, I, turned, I turned the what I value to pray for this man. I pray for your integrity, that it would be strong. I pray that you would be a truth teller in grace and in love. And that I would even prepare my own heart to hear the truth that you're going to set me free. Come on, with. that's good. And like turning it into this, like this covenantal blessing of like, I don't Mm -hmm. even know who you are, but like, I'm going to start living as if I'm already in covenant with you. Oh my gosh. What if you wrote your vows from all those prayers that you're praying now? That That would be cute. So we totally did the girly thing just now. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. But, and so like, there's things that, and so then what I did was I, and I'm getting better at like actually praying the prayer, like in writing it out. Um, I'm not there yet. It's not like I have seven alarms on my phone to tell me to pray for him. Did the Lord just tell me to do that? Cause that's all sounds like a lot. Anyway, <laughs> it's a lot. Um, but what I, what I started doing was like blessing our marriage and blessing like what God's going to ask us to do together. Mm-hmm. And as a 34 year old, there's part of me that's like, man, like, I feel like I've gone through the fire of all these. And I was sitting there and I'm like, no. No, because marriage is going to bring a whole different kind of fire. Mm-hmm. So I just started praying for us and things like that. And then I was just like, I'm going to start making covenantal decisions now. So like when it comes to my purity, like I've already got you in mind. Like what I'm watching, I've got you in mind. Mm-hmm. Like when I'm, you know, like when I'm committed to something, like I'm going to treat commitment like I'm committed to you. And I'm already going to start practicing these things out. And cause she said something and I was kind of like, well, that's kind of crazy. But she was like, if you can fall in love with a God that technically you can't see physically, what if you could fall in love with a husband that you can't see? Well, and I was like, what? 
mind blown emoji with the little head popped off. And, um, I was like, dang, I didn't even think about that. And she's just like, what if, like, what if you started cultivating? So I started praying and I was like, God, you know who this man is. Like, you know, his story, you know, his past, you know, his present and truly, you know, his future and show me the things that you value in him. Like, show me the things that you're like, I love this about him. That's awesome. And, um, so it's kind of been mind blowing, like to sit back and kind of go, okay, like, how do you, what do you value in him? And then literally not even kidding you the other day, the Lord was like, Shay, I love the way that he'll risk it on me. And I was like sitting here, like moved. Yeah. Like, cause I feel like I challenged the Lord. Like I'm going to risk that you actually said to do that. You know, like I'm going yeah. all in. And he said that. And I was just like, oh my gosh, like, who is this man? Like, who are you? And where is he? And where are you in the name of Jesus? Cause yesterday <laughs> sounds really nice. <laughs> Come forth, like wake you wake. Lazarus prayer, right? But, but seriously, that is so good, right? And so, like, I wanted to bring that up because I know that a lot of my listeners are single, um, and I want to give practicals. Like, do you have any practicals that either a like you share or anything that you did? I mean, I know you say get a notebook, make a list, and I'm about that. But I think mm-hmm. it's one step deeper. Like, partner with Holy Spirit. Yes. I think you make a list and you partner with Holy Spirit. Um, I think, oh shoot, I thought of something a second ago. It's going to come back. Um, I think emotional health and mental health and soul health and spirit health is super important. Um, So in a season of singleness, because, um, you know, it's important to take care of yourself. Value yourself. If you want somebody to value you, you value you. Like that was so many yous in that That class. was so good though. You, you. Value you. Everyone say it together. Value you. You. Um, Adam and I have been married for 14 years. Um, I've never taken, this is not like a martyr thing. So do not feel bad for Julie Miller right now. This is not a martyr thing. This is just, we love living our lives together. I am taking my first solo girls trip next month for the first time in 14 years. And I'm so excited. I'm obviously going to miss my husband and kids, but like that's all that to say, like you don't get when you're married, you don't get to just disassociate yourself from your partner and say like, I need me time. No, like you need to build that into your life now so that when you know, you and your person are dating and getting together and building a life together, um, you don't lose you in someone else. Um, if you know who you are now and you value that, then when you're in a relationship, those things don't change. We all know somebody who got into a relationship and, and then they've changed into like a crazy person or like some, who somebody wanted them to be. Don't do that. Don't be weird. Don't change who you are. The Lord created you to be you. Um, on the other side, I do think like what you were saying about getting yourself out there. Let's just take the stigma off dating. It's not weird to date someone. It's actually weirder to sit at home and like dream about people you wish you could date or like have this like fantasy date life. That's weird. That's like borderline creepy. No, why don't you like grab a couple single people and be like, hey, let's meet at this restaurant Friday night, seven o'clock. Like let's cultivate a life of relationships. If you don't have healthy relationships in your life, how can you expect to have a healthy relationship with someone you want to marry? You know? So we always say, take care of yourself, cultivate healthy relationships. Um, and then I think it's super important, um, to ask what the people around you think. 
um, if you don't have counsel or wisdom in your life, you need to take like two steps back. Ask the Lord who can put, who he sees in your life as like wisdom and counsel that he speaks to that can speak into your life. And that's for married people too. Like Adam and I ask each other constantly. Um, we probably about every other month sit down with a, dr a drink of Coca-Cola or whatever. And we brace ourselves for this conversation. What can I change about myself? Because we are your best should get better always. That's excellence. And if you don't are not representing excellence in the kingdom of God, that's a whole nother podcast. But if you don't have wisdom and counsel in your life to help you think through these things and have conversations and someone who can keep you accountable and accountable, I feel like high schoolers think high accountability is not just you guys aren't like sleeping together outside of a marriage covenant. Are you no know, like, you no, know, someone who's keeping you accountable to you. I you said you were going to do this dream, but Patrick over here has kind of stepped on the scene. He's leading you in a different direction. You better have girlfriends in your life or guy friends in your life that can keep you accountable, accountable, A, to the, the call of God on your life, B, to the convictions of your heart, and C, to like just being you. So if you don't have like godly counsel in your life, get you some. If you're not plugged into a local church, get into a local church. That's probably a great place to start meeting people if you're tired of meeting the wrong people. Can I get an amen? Amen. <laughs> Also, there's this really, really group, uh, really fun group of amazing girls that live in Atlanta. Um, and they're like amazing. So if you're a single guy and you're making a trip to Atlanta, we got a house yeah. for you to stop at. It's not like a brothel house. When we say house, don't get it confused, folks. It's let's a house. Crazy. Let's not get crazy. Actually, let's not talk about your house anymore <laughs> because I don't need people stopping at your house. Okay. Hide in that. Uh, okay. <laughs> um, no, there's something else I want to say because I think, and then we'll, we'll try to land the plane, but I think what also I, I realized more and more is like community is so important. And that's such a, like a trendy word right now, I think is community. And I, and I think there's like, there's a reason because people are crying out for it. But what I've realized also is that it's okay to have good guy friends. Like it's okay. Like you need to, because I was in a car recently with a very close friend, well, multiple close friends, guys and girls and my pastor. And he was talking about, we were talking about dating and all this stuff. And he was just talking about how different men and women are. Cause like we were sharing just some like, Oh, some guy stuff. And he was just like, you think he's reading into that? And we're like, yeah. And he's like, no, they don't have any idea that you're thinking that. And I was like, what? Like, I feel like I'm being vulnerable and I'm putting myself out there. And he's just like, no, no, that, that, they're not even, they're not even getting the clue. And I'm like, oh my God, like I'm wasting my time and all my energy. And I just ate so much ice cream about it. And now I'm wasting calories. And, um, but, which is real. Um, and so I that think like, there's something so beautiful when you have great guy friends that you know, like, you know, that they are safe and you know, it doesn't mean I go and tell them all my stuff the same way I would like some of my best girlfriends. Uh, Cause I want to cover people. Obviously don't get crazy on me. Do not get crazy right now. Hear my heart. Cause I know y'all want to get crazy. But what I'm saying is, is that there's something so beautiful when you can say, Hey, like, what are your thoughts here? Hey, like as a guy, like, how would you read that? Because we are completely different people. 
And it was just so helpful. And so I want to encourage within the, the context of safety and like, do not be an idiot, just straight up. Do not be an mm-hmm. idiot. I think it's healthy to have great guy friends. And I think that the, I think the church needs to show how to do that. Mm-hmm. I think, I don't think we've done necessarily well in that department. Cause like, no. you cannot hang out with the opposite sex. And I'm like, yeah, you can, you can, you can do it. It is possible. And it doesn't mm-hmm. mean you do it all the time and you only have guy friends as a girl. No, you need girlfriends. You need people to be like, Hey, like blah, blah, blah. But I want to throw that out there because I think you can't just be hanging out with like all your best girlfriends and be thinking like you're really hitting it on the head with men because you aren't because you don't know what they're thinking. And when you get counsel from another girl, she's thinking he's reading it too, because we're girls. And then he talked to the guy and you're like, dang, he didn't even think anything. He's probably just big chilling, which sucks. Mm -hmm. Right. It is. And especially if you didn't grow up with brothers, like I don't, my brothers were like 17 when we were born. So I was like, "Mm." it really is sometimes like women overthink things, men underthink things. And it's, you should have like guys in your life that you can bounce questions off. I really like that point. Yeah. And I, and I wanted to talk about it because we have like, we, we have a community here that we've built and a lot, like a lot of it are some amazing godly guys. And I feel completely like safe to say, Hey, blah, 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 blah. And they're, and they come to me like, they'll be like, Hey, there's this girl. What would you think? Blah, blah, blah. And we just, it's so beautiful when you can do like a brother, sister friendship, Mm -hmm. um, because they offer something just so completely different. So I do want to throw that out, out as a practical, like who are those safe guys or for guys, like who is that safe girl, that sister that is able to speak truth in love and it kind of helped navigate you because I'm just telling you guys, we read into everything. Yes. And you, I don't even know if you know how to read. Like that, I mean, that's, that's how it feels. So I'm going to need you to step up your game and I'm going to need to back down on my game. Mm-hmm. So and I don't even have a game. Currently, if anybody's listening to this, I am not thinking of anybody in particular, <laughs> just to clarify. Just to clarify, thank Just you to clarify. for that. So, yeah. So, Julie, I want you to, I feel like we could have 7,000 conversations about this. We could. We could talk about this for the next seven hours if we knew you guys would stay tuned. But truly, will you? Probably not. Mm. Maybe. Maybe, Maybe you got to go on a hot date tonight. Right? Like, we're just pumping you up. So we're going to do another one of a five-minute inspiration before dating. Five minutes Ooh, to yes. remind you who you are. <laughs> we should do that. But- we should do that, but that needs to be like an in-person video so you can see the enthusiasm oh. of our faces pumping you up. We're, we're your hot people. Only in the yeah. spirit, though. So Hey, let's hype you up. You are a gift. You are a, uh, well, for, let's start over. Scratch that. Um, let's hype you up. First, you are loved. Second, you are a treasure. Three, You got great worth, so don't settle. Four, you look amazing tonight. Five, grab those mints and wash your hands on the way out the door. Six, have fun. Seven, don't sue this podcast when it ends up bad tonight. All right. And I would say, look for our in video one. Yep. And I would say, no matter what happens, it's always nice to have a new friend. Amen. Hallelujah. Don't get crazy. And a free dinner. Pressure on it.
Anyway, well, it's been awesome. Julie, I want you to pray. And then I'm going to ask you Let's my pray. question. But I want you to pray okay. and however you feel led. Sure. God, we just love you first. We are um, so thankful that you show us perfect love. And so today in all of our relationships, let us emanate your perfect love. Let us first receive it. And second, let us give it. Um, we pray for your single people today, God. We thank you for perfect timing. We thank you for perfect grace. And we thank you that um, in a season of singleness, um, as cheesy as it sounds, that we're not alone, that you are in days of singleness, that you are in days of um, not singleness. And so uh, I pray that you would just fill your people with peace, no matter um, how single they feel today, God. Uh, we pray fresh hope and fresh uh, vision for your life, that you know that the Lord has uh, great things and great promises and a destiny for you. And for our people who are in relationships, Lord, would you just cover their relationships with such grace and truth and, um, and like harmony, Lord, would you just bring a sinking of your kingdom into relationships? God, we pray for people who are in wrong relationships today, God. If you are in a wrong relationship, we just break shame and condemnation off of you. It's okay. We thank you, God, that your peace and your grace cover every part of our lives. And we thank you, God, that good things are still ahead, no matter um, what has happened or what is happening now. So we give you our relationships, God, even now as the one who holds our entire lives together. We give you our relationships. We say we trust you with our relationships. We want you in our relationships. We want our relationships to honor you. Um, and we want our relationships to be full of your presence and your truth. And so we love you so much god fill our relationships today in jesus name amen hey oh, girl got blessed <laughs> your girl got blessed <laughs> right no so i'm gonna ask you this question okay you can be as creative or non-creative if you feel like it it's whatever. okay but basically in this season of life which we didn't really talk about what kind of season you're in but oh. that's that's episode okay. 15 because okay. you know there's gonna be many so in this season of your life, um, what three people would you want at a table to chat with, to learn from, to okay. glean from, uh, and all that stuff? Okay, three. Get it, girl. Um, one, I just cannot wait to meet Queen Esther. I think she was such a baddie. I think that she legit had no idea what she was getting herself into. And the, just the redemption of the Lord and that whole entire story blows my mind every freaking time. I think it's such a story of uh, breakthrough and the Lord championing women, A, but B, breakthrough and freedom. And so I just got a couple questions for her when I sit down next to her at the dinner table. So if y'all were planning to sit next to Esther, move over. Uh, secondly, okay. My dad grew up in Birmingham, Alabama. So he was growing up right around the time of, um, segregation ending. And so his grandfather, big daddy black is what they called him was, um, one of the councilmen who actually like fought against segregation in Birmingham, Alabama. And so I would love to meet him. I would love to just know his heart and feel the weight of those days and like a genuine separation of God's people and like how his mind and his wisdom just partnered with the emotions of his heart to help bring change in a city that affected all of us for the rest that affected the rest of America for the rest of our lives. Uh, and then lastly, 
Um, I would die to meet Princess Diana. <gasps> First of all, I think she's like amazing humanitarian. My gosh, she is gorgeous. She's a style icon. But I think it's so fascinating that she went uh, into royalty as a normal person and she didn't let it change her. Her mission was still the same. She got down on her hands and knees with Mother Teresa and snatched up those babies in the dirt and just showed them love without a care in the world. And I just remember being little when like the AIDS epidemic really started to hit and people were freaking out because she was holding babies in Africa. And I was thinking, my gosh, like I want to be a human who always loves beyond fear and what people are telling us and anything. And I just think her love created an amazing beauty and a create an amazing story. I can't wait to meet her in heaven too. That's amazing. I love your table. Thanks girl. You can be at it too. At, girl, I am at every table. I'm just oh girl. <laughs> girl, <laughs> it's my podcast. So I get to choose. <laughs> All right. I'm at your table. Thank you for having me. So funny. I love it. But yeah, so everybody, thank you for listening. Thank um, you. Yes. And honestly, like if you know somebody that's single, that's like, dude, like this is for real, like share this. And I don't think that this will be the last conversation that we have, obviously on this topic. Um, and then I think I may bring Julie back on. Not I may be. I will bring Julie back on to actually talk about marriage because it was kind of like the therapeutic. Let's talk about Shay without talking about Shay. Uh, I'm just kidding. We're not talking about me. We're talking about you, listeners. You, you single person driving your Toyota Prius. <laughs> yes, and for real, them things is expensive to fix. But you know what? I bless that in Jesus' name. Anyway, so we, yeah, thank you for listening, and please share this and let us know. Let us know what you think. Um, let us know what God's teaching you in this season of your singleness. And my question is for the listeners as we exit this conversation for a moment is when you stand at that altar with that significant other, will you look and say, man, this is well worth it. I'm so mm. glad that I could hand this over to you. The good, the bad, and yeah. the ugly. So y'all be chill. Do not get crazy and let us know how you're doing. Mm. All right. Y'all have a good day. Bye.